Hi. Um, I asked on Instagram maybe a few weeks ago, saying that I'm going to start this podcast and I asked for you guys to ask me questions. So my dear Tammy behind this camera right now, help me to make it into like a PNG file of all the questions that you guys asked. I will try my best to go through all these questions, but um, there are like 54 questions. If I take a minute to answer each of one hour, I don't think you want to listen to me talk for that long. Uh, so I'll pick the ones that I want to reply and then the ones that I don't. Boo! 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 Too bad! <laughs> Tammy, stop laughing at me. Stop it, Tammy. Can you come in front of the camera and say hi? You guys I... need to see Tammy. Come, come here. Take off the camera. Hi. Are you a cat? Meow. <laughs> Okay, never mind. Very awkward. Very awkward. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> cut that, cut that, cut, cut, cut. Okay. Um, we start with this, with finging how to start a business. I think we kind of covered that in another podcast with Lynette and Hillary. I'll put the link somewhere so you guys can like, get to that video. But then really, it's also what kind of business you want to start, right? Isn't it really quite subjective? Um, it's very hard to give a general answer. But if you're talking about entrepreneurship, there's another podcast already done with two of my friends. So, Hillary and Lynette, you can see that one. A, 104729X. Is that an IC number? Interesting. Design. Um, I'm going to do this one in a separate podcast just because I have a lot to say. Pop down. Strengths and struggles. Let's go on. <clears throat> it's really a good one just because I think that a summary of life into it should be strengths and struggle. Like to put it simply, um, strengths and struggles. I really have to think about this one because I want to like talk smack about it. Honestly, currently after. Really, I was on Stoic philosophy, and I've been listening to podcasts about Marcus Aurelius. He's um a Roman emperor in BC. <clears throat> I would say your strengths should come from your purpose in life, and your purpose in life should be driven by your goal. You know, it could be anything. Like it's just what you're running towards in life. Um, and of course, like the factors around you, like that push you and make you who you are. For me, my strengths are definitely my daughter, my father. Um, he's a very, very strong figure. He's a great person I look up to. And <clears throat> I feel like he's a father of everyone, not just me, all my friends. And so I take a lot of strength from him. Um, there's this other guy, he who shall not be named. <clears throat> he showed me a lot of strength as well. And I think... You can meet people in your life and they leave you, but they leave with you their best traits. And through him, I learned a lot of strength and resilience. <clears throat> Sorry, I'm drinking coffee, so my throat is itchy. Um, the coffee's from Sugarfin. Let <laughs> me stop laughing. Um, okay, so Ara, my dad, this guy, um, 
my friends, a very, very few people that I really look up to, and my work. Yeah, and my struggles, it's a lot, you know. Like, I don't think that I should air my dirty name in public uh, with family issues and stuff, but there's like family issues. There's also issues where I think when people talk about discrimination, they don't talk about this kind of discrimination enough. I always get, I don't, I always get put in a box, whoever I'm talking to. Um, they'll be like, oh, you have money, therefore you're like this. Oh, your house is big, therefore you're like this. You have a nice car, this and that, blah, blah, blah. Um, I think everyone knows you don't get to choose, choose your parents or your birthright. Um, it's given to you. Um, so like sometimes it's hard for me to take judgments like that because I don't feel like that's who I am. I would like to think I'm a very real person. I'm genuine to my friends and I do not flaunt um, unnecessarily. So um, sometimes it's hard to be discriminated against. And also I don't get recognition for my work because of that. They would say that I work for fun, that I'm not serious and sometimes it hurts. But everything, <clears throat> all in good stride, you know. Um, outside of that, of course, being a single parent is difficult, to say the least. Very, very lucky I have a village of people who support me on this. <clears throat> my friends are all very, very, they love my child a lot, and they help me take care of her so much. I'm really, really fortunate in that sense. I have a great nanny, Mary Jane. She's been with me forever. She's awesome. She's amazing. Um, what else? Mm. I think sometimes I struggle with being alone or lonely, but that that's not a big deal, I feel like, because you just have to get through it yourself. Louis Tay, life of being a mumpreneur. I didn't even know that was a word. Did you make up a word, mumpreneur? Do you mean like, do you, do you mean like life of being a mom plus an entrepreneur? Literally, you never stop you're never not mumming or working. I think it's the best of both worlds just because I don't like having nothing to do. I don't like being idle. I'm constantly doing something or five things at the same time. Um, I love it truly. But, and every day is different. Every day is a different day. Because, okay, so I've got Sugar Fin, right? Which is the cafe I'm in right now. I've got Arch which is the podcast that we're doing now, plus merchandise. I've got Prepie, which is a creative design studio <clears throat> that I run. And then I have my daughter who takes up a lot of energy and she's super, she's super high energy. And so every day is different. I get up, my average day is like, I get up at like 7am and I go about my day, I come to work, do whatever I need to do, go home, play with Ara, socialize with my friends while I'm just alone. And my day ends, I'm in bed by 9.30. Um, I don't like, <clears throat> I don't like waking up late or tired, therefore I sleep very early. Also, honestly, the day tires me out. Um, so I go to bed at 9.30 mostly, like a grandma. Um, but if I'm drinking or out with friends, I get a bit later at 12 on the weekdays. Um, so, I don't know, when you say life being up in her life, Basically, it's really fun because every day is a different, there isn't a fixed schedule and I'm not into fixed schedules. Um, yeah, I really enjoy it.
Next question from Cheryl Excel. Oh, Cheryl, Sherry Sawn. Why, why stop laughing at me? Cheryl. Tips on being a go boss and pretty much how to slay in general. I slay, really. I'm a slayer. Forgive me. Forgive me. Um, being a go boss. Tips on being a go boss. Hmm. I think you have to be fair. First of all, I don't believe in bigotry wherever I work. There's no bigotries allowed of any kind. Everybody is treated equally and fairly. Everyone has the same number of duties. Everybody helps each other out. I think that's really, really important. As an ex-SME owner, it's important to get to know your team very well, I feel like, because um, they're like my family. And um, pay people on time, <clears throat> because everybody has bills to pay. So as a boss, I don't think it's fair to sometimes drag out people's salary. And um, give them enough give your employees enough rest i think as much as they work everybody needs adequate time to rest to stay sane um how to slay in general i can't teach you honey because i'm me and you're you Tammy, <laughs> stop laughing at me <sighs> this tabby people around me always laughing at me don't know why maybe because i'm the joke uh. <laughs> Anyways, every day talk about news and opinions on it. Look, I don't like listening to the news because I feel like a lot of things are propagated right now. I think, of course, like, when news is big enough, it will get to me definitely somehow. But I don't, I'm not someone who goes reads the news every day, I guess. In a way, I, I like living in a bubble or being ignorant in a way. But of course, like, yeah, I'll, my friends usually talk to me about this important stuff, but... I'm not big on news. Okay, next. Alex, again, Alex. What's the underscore like? I know it's just to connect two words together, but like if it, an underscore was a sound, what would it be? Alex, whoop, thing. Right? Don't you think? Whoop, because it comes back up. Like, okay, never mind. Alex, whoop, thing. Happiness and balance between work and life. So I think um, Esmin and I in a separate broadcast as well talked about happiness and my idea of happiness and um, work-life balance. Actually, that's all in like Esmin's podcast, so you can go there. Um, girl on the Avenue. Career life pivots. My career and life pivots. There's been a lot. Okay, so I didn't really start work too late. Like, honestly, I was just living quite a frivolous life. Um, not doing very much, not amounting to very much to be honest. And I started working about, I think, 20, my late 20s. And um, actually my best friend, Valerie, she started Crew Cycle, which was in Duxton, and I opened a salad shop on that same street. She was the one who actually motivated me to start something because she's my best friend and watching her build Crew Cycle was such an amazing, like, it was such an amazing journey and she motivated me to do something of my own um, so that's why I started a salad bar because at the point of time I was just pregnant and things just gave birth so I was quite into like nutrition and then after that we did Sugarfin so I've been in F&B ever since 2014 um, 
But when you talk about pivoting in my career, it's been crazy because just since I started Sugarfin, which actually was a juicery before, we were co-pressed juice company. Um, it was just the front of the store, like a small little two hundred square feet space, and then it kept. I kept rebranding it because of the needs of the customer. Like we started selling more coffee, and then people were asking for sandwiches, and then people were asking for like baked goods. So we kept changing our menu and incorporating that in. And I think that was one of the things that actually wore me out the most, because when you rebrand something. It's interior design. It's the brandings, the, the logos, the menu. You know, it's inventory coming up. Like it, it's a lot, and I had to do that maybe I think three times already. Um, at one point, we even tried doing alcohol, which actually I think harmed my liver a lot. It's I wouldn't say something I regret. I don't like to regret doing things anymore, but it was really a life lesson. Like, don't over drink, guys. It's just not very good. Caused me relationships and um, didn't make me a very good person. Anyhow, so um, pivoting the brand to suit the customer was something that I did. But not just that. Like even though we were accommodating the customer, we still wanted to stick true to our branding and what we stand for. So um, there's that as well. So it's really not easy. Um, life pivots. Hmm. I think that I'm so malleable that like I keep changing how I feel and think very very often. Like every three months or so, I have like my my coworker would like to say I have new lecturers because when I pick up a new book or a new theory or a new something, I'm like all in. Currently, it's still in philosophy, as I've mentioned quite a few times. Um, but I think that. At any point of time in life, if should you feel like you should change, then change, if it's for the better. Um, yeah, but definitely like this is something that I picked up through Stoic philosophy. Live in ruthless moderation. If you notice, it's on the art website as well. It's our new tagline. Live with in ruthless moderation basically just means to me like, if you're gonna party hard, if you wanna drink twenty shots a day, you better wake up tomorrow at seven a.m. and take care of your child as well. So everything is in moderation, but like just be ruthless about it. Don't tip the scale too much. It doesn't end well. Next, next. About exercising, we've really huge. Well, we've really, I've done that with uh, Marty and also Stephen. Caroline J. Go designing for customers while keeping true. I think this is something that a lot of. I mean, you guys can read off the screen, right? I think this is something that a lot of designers face it's really hard to be an artist when you're designing for other people um i saying i say to my customers when i do design that you just have to trust me you obviously came to me for for my for my portfolio so like if you don't trust me then we can't work together because i'm a very <clears throat> visual person but i have visuals in my head sometimes i can like when I walk into the space, I can envision what the whole space would look like in my head. But it's hard for me to put to words. Um, so, obviously there are things like budgets that you have to factor in for your customers. But, you have to decide. I actually told Tammy this when she first started uh, drawing me. She's 21 now, so last year she was 20. <clears throat> You have to decide if you want to be a technician or a designer. Right, Tammy? I said that to you, remember? 
Being a technician means you learn all the skills, right? You can learn how to render, 3D animation, draw, everything, right? Or do you want to be a designer? Where you take these skills, but you also learn the background of all kinds of design. The design that you like, like Bauhaus movement, or pop art, or whatever it is. Learn about it. And then create your own style. And that style should attract your customers to you. That's one. Or versus... You just being a technician and work in a very big design firm or what or any for, work for anyone and just be a technician. Use the skills that you've learned and just do whatever people tell you to do without ever creating. And I think as creators, nobody really wants that. So if you stick true to if you hone your craft and you stick true to your design elements, you should slowly but surely pick up a following if you're wrong. Nina Wayne 55 Mentality strength piece Hard face, hard face, hard face Tell me how do you make hard face, hard face emoji Hard face, hard face, hard face <laughs> um, I swear to you, I don't know what this means I'm gonna skip this, I really know what it means How can Singaporean creators compete on the world stage? This is a very good question Jono from The Block I like your name, Jano Jano from The Block um, how can Singaporeans creators compete on the world stage? Why not? I feel like we live in a digital age where you can put up your work online anywhere and people can pick it up from anywhere. You can hire people from anywhere. So I feel like you need a very competent portfolio, digital portfolio. It's so easy to build a website now, right? WordPress or whatever, you can build it yourself. Put that up there. Put your work out there. And to be honest with you, don't be shy about it. If you need to reach out to someone to ask for work, reach out. We're, we are so lucky to live in this di digital age where everybody has an email, everybody has like some kind of account that you can just reach out to. If your work is good enough, why wouldn't it be on the world stage, right? 